There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode 5 of season 3 of Winona Earp. Holy crap. This just keeps yeah. ratcheting up, and I love it, and it's making me crazy all at the same time. Yeah, holy mackerel was this a intense episode. Well, let's jump in with ratings, dudes. Alright, episode 5 had a 0.13 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.601 million viewers, making it the 53rd overall cable show for the day, so creeping back up and i definitely like the over half a million viewers yeah i do have a little teeny tiny piece of news teeny All tiny right. um i did notice and it was just random like looking through various news articles on facebook several other i guess more professional journalism outlets are starting to notice a lot of these sci-fi shows right and one of the big shows that they're talking about is channel zero Hmm. So that's one of our shows, and they're saying this is the creepiest thing you're not watching. So if you're following us, chances are that you've already listened to and watched Channel Zero, but if not, you should totally get your friends into it, especially going into fall, which goes into Halloween, of course. But I just think it's kind of funny that we were apparently way ahead of the curve, and all of our people here on Sci-Fi were way ahead of it. Yeah. So that's it. That's the little piece of news. They're finally noticing our little shows over here at Sci-Fi that aren't so little and they're super awesome. So keep talking about it, everybody, like all of our shows, because the more people talk about it, the more chances we'll get even more episodes and seasons. That's right. All right, let's jump into episode five. Episode five, Jolene. A demon causes havoc in town as Winona, Waverly, and Jolene must decide who they can trust. Wait a second. Jolene? <laughs> yeah. 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 You're trying to throw us a curveball there, sci-fi. Yeah, uh, exactly. Recap. And we, of course, love the actress. Oh, absolutely. Zoe, Zoe Palmer. Palmer is just fantastic. And even as a demon, she's fantastic. So Now, was she in all that makeup later on? Or was it somebody else? I think it was her. I wasn't sure. That's amazing, though. Yeah, she's been in several of our shows. We totally love her. And the fact that she is now playing full-on bad guy, which I don't think we've seen in her previous shows on sci-fi. No. I loved it. Yeah. But I was scratching my head through a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah, it wasn't until about a third or fourth of the way in, you kind of went rut row. Right. Because it seemed at first, it's like, wait a second, what's going on? And I know I tweeted this out, too, that it's like, wait a minute, she likes to bake, I like to bake. Wait a second, am I a demon? (laughs) Well, not as long as uh, your baking has that kind of an effect on people. Yeah, well, it does make them happy, but... uh... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You might 
my daughter tries suggesting some things when they're happy and see what happens. Mm. <laughs> Watch out, boss. I might be angling for a raise here. That's right. <laughs> well, we open in the barn, and Mama Earp is being tied up by one unknown Waverly. It's like, okay, wait a second. I thought we were coming to an understanding what was happening. Because Michelle was lamenting about the demon that's on the loose, and one that's ready to take out four waves. Well, I didn't quite understand that. And I think they did a really good job going back and forth where we were all a little bit confused. Yeah. She says that the demon materialized when Waverly was born, but she was distracted when she had skin-to-skin contact with Waverly. It's like, okay, I'm thinking that maybe Mama was a little crazy. Yeah, I'm not really sure what to think of that. Uh, At first, I thought, I kind of thought she said they were twins, and I, what, huh? Right. One good, one bad, what, huh? Kind of what was kind of coming up later. Right, that they were twins, and and then it was, oh, no, they're just born at the same time, and, huh? Right, but it seems that the demon was transferred to Michelle, and that's who she's been talking to all these years while she's been in jail, and... Winona just is like, mm, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to buy it yet, Mama. Right. And Waverly goes inside and she starts to talk to her best old buddy, old pal, Jolene. Like, wait, I've always been here for you, sisters. Wait, have you? Yeah, since Gee, when? <laughs> we're all a little confused. <laughs> since when? Right. It was getting weirder because... Waverly's all consumed with her thoughts, and Julian's like, oh, don't worry, everything will turn out just as it should, just so long as you trust me. Yeah, and you kind of go, uh, this doesn't sound real good. Right, it's like, no, maybe not trust you. And as the thoughts start going through Waverly's head and across her face, as you can see, suddenly she gets a cupcake basically shoved in her mouth. It's like, here, eat this. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's fine. Everything's great. Yay, Jolene. Right. So uh, whatever, she must be putting some kind of happy juice in all those uh, pastries. That's for darn sure. The only thing I can think of. Yeah. (laughs) So Jolene has to be the demon. Well, is she good? Is she bad? I mean, we've had some revenants who weren't exactly bad. Right. But I don't know. I'm not trusting Jolene. She has to be the one. But I'm telling you, just like you said, it was a good halfway through before I was sure. Yeah. <laughs> and suddenly, Doc shows up at the homestead. And Winona's like, well, you know what? The warden will probably show up any moment to take Mama back. And we're thinking, okay, this will be good, right? Mama will go away and then there won't be any problems. I don't know. I don't think so. Because, of course, Doc is at least conflicted after hearing Michelle's story. because. He was able to hear a third voice on that tape, if we remember. Right. So he's not 100% sure that Michelle's not telling the truth. Maybe there is a demon. Maybe there is a threat. So suddenly, Jolene's like, oh, I'll be the lookout. And Doc is just like, what? Who are and you? Stuffs of pastry in his mouth, too. And suddenly, all is right with the world. And I love kind of Tim Rosen's body language. Oh, it totally changed. It did. It was amazing. Because <laughs> he's all tense and stuff. And as soon as he takes a bite, you just see all that tension just 
whoosh, right, right out of his body. It was amazing acting by Tim Rosen. It was because it's not just the face. It's not just the words. The fact that it was just full body. It yeah. was great. Waverly decides to go back out and visit Mama. And Mama decides to explore a little bit more of this this story. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe we're going to get really good backstory and flashbacks. Which we didn't exactly get flashbacks. No. But suddenly, Waverly starts remembering stuff. Rows and rows of teeth in the mirror. That's why she never wanted to sit by, what was it, the story time mirror? Right. And she said that, and this reminds me of that one movie, too, that the demon was appearing in photos with Waverly, and that's why she stopped taking pictures of her. Right. And that was just like that movie that was out where, like, the demon was coming at the guy, and like, oh, God, that's creepy. I'm thinking this is kind of like an urban legend thing, and that's why it's explored in several different genres, basically. Now I want to look that up. But every time somebody starts, like, thinking, oh, maybe this is something that's real, suddenly Jolene arrives and shoves some pastries in their face, and everything is good again, and nobody thinks too hard. Right. And this time, she even gets Mama Earp under her spell. And you go, oh, this is just not turning out good here. Right. And I was like, what is happening? And Mama doesn't like Doc too much, by the way. And no. Well, too late. You already got a grandkid with him. You know, buy him, whatever. But obviously, Jolene had me questioning things in this next encounter because she finds that Revenant security guard and she, like, Either cuts out his tongue or pulls out his tongue. I don't know. And kind of puts him in the trunk. And I'm like, all right, maybe she's good guy. Yeah, you couldn't tell at that time. It's like, okay, yeah, Winona didn't have Peacemaker to send him back to hell. So, yeah, I guess he could have gotten his head out of the warden's trash can and put it back on. Well, he was going to come back. I mean, we know that. Yeah, we know that. So it wasn't all that surprising to see him, but... (laughs) It was weird with what Jolene did. Right. And it was one of those things where, yeah, you you couldn't tell one way or the other if she was doing something good or doing something bad. Right. And then you see weird things happening because Mama and Winona are drinking. Okay, obviously whiskey runs in the family, right? Right. The love of whiskey, I should say. But they're both shunning Waverly because she attacked Jolene. Yeah. And it's like, hold on a second. That doesn't seem normal. No. And then later at the bar, Jolene is trying to put the moves on Nicole. It's like, hold on. Yeah, the stuff going on in Purgatory just kept getting weirder and weirder and weirder. Yes. And of course, you know, Nicole's is loyal because she loves Waverly. But it just seems like things are strange. Because she tries, not just at the bar, where a whole fight breaks out later, but at the house, and Nicole somehow, and this is something that I'm still questioning, (laughs) has Bolshar's ring again. Right. And it, like, burned Jolene. Yes. And you go, no, yeah, mm -hmm, nope. (laughs) I couldn't figure out what's up with the ring. How did it it get back? Right. And that... Kind of tells me that, yeah, there's still something with Nicole here that we don't know yet. 
because there's almost no way that ring should have come back to her. Right. It's kind of freaking me out. Yeah. But Jolene, of course. that touched it becomes its owner or something. I guess it could be something about the ring. Ooh, that's an interesting theory. Like, it's going to keep coming back. Right, to whoever touched it last. But Jolene all of a sudden is like, oh, Bullshar has risen. It's like, what did you think was happening? Yeah. (laughs) Well, if you've been around everybody for so long, you would have already realized that. So, uh, you're not who we think you are. Right. Well, she ends up knocking Nicole unconscious and into the closet and locking the door. Which I'm just saying, that's amazing. I never had a lock on any closet, but you know, no. whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> that's when you're putting so much stuff in there that you're afraid it's going to explode out. Right. As a kid, that's where I hid my toys, so <laughs> I didn't have to clean up. But Doc finds her, thankfully, and lets her out. Because I was getting really worried what was going to happen with Nicole locked up and the whole ring thing. And does that mean Bullshar can show up anywhere? Right. So I had a whole line of questions that had me worried about Nicole being out of the game. Right. Even if it's only momentarily. Yeah. Well, it was thankfully. not looking good. <laughs> like I said, thankfully, Doc gets her out and suddenly, like, everybody realizes what's going on. Right. Of course, not early enough for me, but <laughs> yeah, I was freaked out. <sighs> well. But in the end, it turned way out. Way hot. I'm sure it's going to be yeah. great. <laughs> They, uh, Waverly and Nicole make up, and of course, Waverly's got to poke fun at Nicole for being trapped in a closet again. Uh-huh. And of course, they get involved in some sex, adult sexy time. Yes. Well, and then we also have, well, Bobo show up. So I was excited. Michael Eklund is back. Yes. Like, and I'm assuming, like, full on back. I kind of think so. I think he's going to be around for at least a few episodes until Bolshar takes him out or he becomes the new uh, second in command of Bolshar's. Mm, I don't want to think that. No, I don't either. But <laughs> with Bobo, you can't can't trust him. You can't. Yeah, that's true. Well, he is urged, urgently being, not urged. Yeah, well, well kind of. Doc urges him to tell... I'm using that word a lot. <laughs> Doc urges him to tell everything he knows about Bolshar. So he's like gently pushing him towards... Why don't you just open up and tell us? It's like, okay, you're not exactly Oprah there, Doc. But yeah. giving him, I guess, some banana liqueur. Weird. What is it with Doc and banana liqueur? <laughs> no idea. Tries to soften that blow, I guess. And Bobo just wants Waverly to come visit him. And I really think Doc was pretty much like, not ain't happening, but I'll do what I can. Right. And then Bobo reveals about Bullshire's ring, that it's huge, big deal, big proponent to the demon's powers. But as far as everybody knows, it was lost when the widow cut off his finger. So does Doc even know at this point that Nicole had it? Like, I don't remember. I don't think so. Ah, uh, okay. Because I wasn't 100%. I was really... Like, questioning what was what. Right. Now, he may have heard her say something about tossing a ring in the forest, but... Well, I guess we'll find out, because Bobo, well, kind of sets Doc off on a a trek to find the ring. (laughs) Yeah. The magic ring. And then we have Winona decide to pay Bobo a visit, too. It's like, okay, this is interesting, because all I could think is Winona wants him killed, but... 
with everything she knows now, she also knows he is the one who saved Waverly. And if Bolshar's coming and Waverly's possibly in trouble, I feel like she won't kill him yet. Right. Because he may be the only thing standing in the way. Right. Of Waverly and Bolshar. So there's a whole nother question mark. Right. A twist that more than likely will happen. And we'll have and to then, trust. Oh, this is Bobo. when Bobo. <laughs> right. And Bobo decides to drop a little bit more information. Waverly's father, Julian. He's an angel, like a real angel, wings and all. It's like, wait, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, stop the bus here, Bobo. <laughs> what are you spitting out now? This was weird, and I was not expecting that at all. No. So, what the heck? And have we maybe already seen Julian? Because we find out that Julian disappeared when Waverly was supposed to be born. Right. So wait, you got an angel who's a deadbeat dad? What the heck? Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't sound like an angel to me. No, I think somebody was lying. Yeah. <laughs> but he I don't been know. Compared to Bobo, but... <laughs> or compared to Daddy Earth, because apparently he had a little nasty streak to him. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. This just seems weird. And is it possible, then, we've already seen him? Have they thrown him into the mix as just a passerby? Right. Which would be weird that you're not intervening, but I don't know. Right. More questions. More yeah. questions. <laughs> well, Doc did end up finding the ring way back at the homestead. Right. When he, when he saved Nicole. Yep. And so he decides he's going to go call out Bolshar. So he trapes into the woods and raises the ring as a method of luring the demon. Of course, he refuses to give up said ring. And he launches into a monologue regarding his refusal to swear fealty to Bolshar. He vows to continue fighting for the Earps and makes his peace with his potential fate. Or does he? Right. And it was weird because he was in some kind of circle. So it's like, okay, is this like protective circle? Yeah. Or did he just hope for the best? <laughs> yeah, I think that was used as a protection. Okay. And, of course, when Bolshar doesn't reply, he walks away with ring in hand and, of course, gives Bolshar the Winona Earp signal. <laughs> <laughs> Flipping the birds left and right. Yeah. Right, yep. So, let's see how that's going to play out. Yeah. Kind of have some uh, fun stuff going on in Purgatory and Shorties. Of course, the, the one key that really uh, kind of let everybody know that Jolene is not who everybody thinks she is, is when she gets pulled over by Nicole. And Jolene. She's just, yeah, being, oh, that bug in everyone's ear, basically. Right, yeah. Putting doubt in everybody's head. That's when I realized for sure she wasn't on our side. Right. And she reveals that the Earps are en route to the Gibson barn to slay the demon. And, of course, that upsets Nicole because Waverly didn't include her in their plans. And that just lets Jolene rub salt in the wound by adding that the Earp sisters never included Nicole in their heroic escapades. And you go, huh. And then you get a brief flash of Jolene as the demon. Right. Nicole kind of stops and says, did I really say that? And you kind of think, did she really see that? But apparently, not completely. 
<laughs> yeah, I was starting to wonder if like anybody could see her as a demon or if anybody only sees her as Jolene. Right. And this is interesting because we do find out later somebody did see her as a demon. Yeah. Somebody who happened to be at the bar. For karaoke night. Yeah. Huh? Since when did Shorty start having karaoke nights? Right. And I guess it would have been like, I don't know, too obvious to have them singing Jolene at some point. (laughs) But I was expecting it. Yeah, I was too. (laughs) But hey, there's a certain vampire there doling out fortunes. This could go south real quick. That's what I was thinking. Especially when everybody seems to have gotten just totally drunk so super fast. Yeah. And everybody starts fighting because weird things are being said. Like suddenly Michelle finds out Doc had a wife and she's super pissed. Well, okay, Doc is also how old? Yeah. (laughs) It's not like he just got married, didn't tell Winona. Right. And suddenly there's also... Yeah, Jolene flirting with Nicole in front of Waverly. And Winona saying something to Waverly. Like, she never, like, believed something. Or I I can't remember exactly how it was said. But, like, everybody's saying something, and they're all in a snit. And then suddenly, like, a huge bar brawl breaks out. And that's when Jolene decides to take the stage. Yeah. What is happening? And weirdly, during all this fighting, Kate doesn't fight. Yeah. I figured, like, that would be the time for her to, well, be a vampire. Yeah. But no. No, she didn't do anything. She just kind of stands back and watches everything and <laughs> just kind of go, okay, this is odd. Right. And Nicole ends up arresting Mama and Winona for assaulting a police officer. And they're going to be in the station till they sober up. You can't bail them out. And it's like, what is happening? This doesn't make any sense. This is not normal. Is whatever they're being fed going to like kind of destroy them from the inside? Right, it's sure looking that way at this point in time. And you think, okay, well, if you kind of remember back, as soon as they start to question what's going on, Jolene's there with another pastry put in her mouth, and then they forget what they were thinking. So you go, okay, well, if Nicole can keep them locked up for long enough, hopefully this stuff that Jolene's been feeding them will wear off, and they'll finally figure out what's going on. Yeah, it just seems strange. And then it finally, as Winona and Mama are sobering up, it's when we finally have white bulb moments. Right, because Natalie comes in with a whole box full of uh, Jolene pastries. Right. So thankfully, Nedley has not indulged. Right. Because he's like, oh, I can't believe you guys are here, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, who brought these? Because I haven't eaten breakfast. And then suddenly they're like, no, and he drops it because he knows enough. It's like if they're gonna freak out, I should freeze right now. Right, because they ask a lot. him about Jolene, and he comes back. Well, what's the last name? And of course, they can't tell him. Right. Well, where does she live? How long have you known her? It's like, uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> Help. Thank you, Nedley. Being there at the right time. Exactly. And then they realize there is something definitely wrong with those baked goods. Now, trust me, people, when I bake, I don't put demon stuff in mine. (laughs) Although, I guess a demon would say that, wouldn't they? Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, you got me to vouch for you, because I've had some of your... (laughs) 
I don't know. If Banking I was a demon, and... I, I feel like I wouldn't have student loans up the wazoo. Yeah, so exactly. I'd find a way to get rid of those. But nevertheless, let's go to a whole new barn, apparently. You're right. One we haven't seen before. And this seems almost like a florist, like greenhouse kind of thing. At to me, it time, did. time, yeah. At one time, it, it probably was. Because this is where Michelle's family used to live. Ah, okay. I couldn't figure out who was supposed to have lived there. That's why I was like, I didn't know why we kept going there. Right. But it's the Gibson barn. And this is where Waverly was born, which is weird. That means Mama gave birth all by herself, which we do finally see in a flashback. Right. And you go, holy crap. I mean, granted, it was her third kid, but you're telling me you couldn't, nobody could take you to the hospital? Right. Paramedics, something? Oh, my gosh. But anyway, they're hoping to lure the demon there and uh, trap the demon somehow, which is great. But at the same time, I feel like something's going to be bad. Right. But this is when we find out a little bit more about Waverly's dad. Yeah. And I don't know if it's so much Mama only divulges all she knows or all she's willing to. Yeah, I think she's only dishing out what she's willing to. Okay. Time. I was kind of feeling like it was all she knew, too. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Well. But. Yeah, because we don't get, she doesn't say how long their affair was or anything like that. So, yeah, she might not know that much about him. I guess we'll find out. I hope well, I so. I hope to. Yeah. <laughs> we hope so. <laughs> well, it seems that the revenant that is missing his tongue finally decides to barge in at this time, and Peacemaker now has bullets. And so they dispatch him, and Michelle's thinking, this is great! This is done! Yay! Does that seem to be the demon that you've been dealing with all this time? Right, but she's still under the effects of the pastries, so she's not thinking clearly. Well, Waverly suddenly hears her voice kind of whispered, and she goes outside and we see Jolene trapped in a demon trap. And she wants Waverly to set her free. Now, this was interesting because she, like, is telling Waverly basically everything. Right. Yeah. I'm. You're going to die. And she, like, grabs her. So I don't understand. If she couldn't get out of the trap, how was she able to reach over and grab Waverly? Right. Yeah. That was a little, that probably shouldn't have been happening. But I guess that would have ended the episode too quickly. Right. A little hand wave there. Right. Well, she ends up slapping Jolene. And the demon falls out of the circle. Again, I feel like it should have been harder to get out of that circle. Right. Yeah, we don't know exactly what, how much Michelle knows about traps and the sort, so. But Jolene decides to cry. It's like, oh, she's just under a lot of stress. You guys, don't be mad at Waverly. She was confused. And so, again, everybody is kind of looking at Waverly like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. And not thinking anything about it and, and doting on Jolene. Well, later, Waverly comes back to the barn, and guess who else is there? Yeah, Jolene. With a big honkin' knife. Yeah. And then we get even more information from Jolene, basically about all of her motivations. And this is where you were talking about, it's like, are they actually twins, or what the heck was happening? Right. How were they associated? How did Waverly get all the good and Jolene get all the bad? It was really weird. Yeah. <laughs> It was and extremely I don't, weird. I don't feel like they really explained that. No, they didn't. Didn't because, because Michelle never mentions having twins. Right. But Bobo does mention that she almost bled out. 
Right. So it's like, wait a second, what is going on? Like yeah. maybe there was, and maybe like Mama didn't even know she had twins. Like she knew Waverly was there, and if she is part angel, maybe this was just the bad part that was separated because she is part angel. Who knows? Right. Yeah. That's what I'm kind of going with right now until we find out more if we ever meet Julian and he can explain everything and will explain everything. (laughs) I doubt anything's going to be explained. Yeah. (laughs) But man, Jolene was just like breaking Waverly down, but she couldn't hurt Waverly. No, she had to convince Waverly to do it herself. Right. And I'm like, this is not good. No. But Waverly manages to fight back. And she's like, no, I'm not doing this because I'm not alone. They love me. Everybody is just dealing with stuff. And I was like, wow. Okay. She came back because I did not think she was going to. Yeah. And Jolene, who is super pissed at this point, is straight on demon. Yeah. And she like goes outside and Winona and Michelle show up just in time. And guess who's stuck in that trap again? Yeah. How stupid are you? (laughs) But Peacemaker just, it put a hole in her stomach, but that was about it. And you go, hmm, she's definitely not a revenant. And does this mean she can't kill the demons? uh, That's kind of what I was looking at, because if it wasn't for the tree killers, Jolene might have gotten away. And this was weird, because... The trees that have been moving. Yeah. Snap her up and they're holding her. And she's like, no, it was all for Bullshar. She was for Bullshar. And I was pledging fealty. And then next thing you know, it's like neck is snapped. And it's like she's pulled into the trees and then the trees disappear. It's like, what just happened? Yeah. (laughs) I was really confused. And I'm like, and who is she at this point? Right. Because now the question is, is Bullshar looking? for Waverly instead of Winona. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what is this? Right. So, I don't know. I feel like I ended this episode with more questions than answers. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. But you got to hand it to everybody. What a great episode. Dominique just knocked it out of the park as Waverly in this episode, especially in this last scene. Yes, it was great. Oh my gosh. So what do you guys think? Let us know. Shoot us an email at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. That's S-Y-F-Y. And check out our webpage, which is www.fangirlzone.com. I am working at the our travels page to show all the pictures. Still slowly working that back up. But you can find everything you need on our contact link. That's our Facebook and Twitter and email and Instagram, and Tumblr, and I think we're on Vero now. We're all over the place. So you can check all of that out. Shoot Steve and I messages. Tweet along with Steve on Friday nights because my schedule sucks. And don't forget to always hashtag Winona Earp when you're tweeting, or even if you're putting it on Facebook, because it actually sure. makes a difference. Yep. And you've seen that the numbers went up, but that actually makes a bigger difference lately with the social media stuff. So hopefully you are enjoying everything in your, in this podcast and the show itself. And we ask that you please rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you're finding us on because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends and we do hope you're enjoying 
everything. And we thank you for listening to us and watching the show and tweeting and emailing and everything because we love talking to you guys too. So for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I'm Sean Fangirlass. And I'm Steve. I'm here and I stay and I love them back. And I never, never, never give up on them. And until next time.